I think I just find it funny <laughs> listening to someone read the joke that I made about the Jonestown massacre. <laughs> I know! <laughs> with a goofy vampire voice. <laughs> Welcome to Basically Tall Tales, a collaborative short story podcast featuring tales you can basically call tall. My name's Jared. I'm Adam. And I'm Todd. Each week, one of our writers will write one-third of a story before handing it off to the next writer to either continue or finish. The first writer will get to choose whatever genre they want to write in, and the other two will just have to deal with it. Today we have a story by me, Jared, with the first part of a new story. Make sure to rate, comment, and subscribe for more stories each week, because we're always writing more comedy stories, and your social media interactions keep us going. Without further ado, here we go go. This story is titled A New Beginning. It used to be said by someone, maybe, that the greatest invention of mankind was no invention at all, but instead an idea. The idea that a singular person could, in fact, consume 20 pounds of raw meat in one sitting. The idea that... (laughs) The idea that a person could just go slap a stranger on the street... That you could, if your heart truly desired, set that stranger on fire. Now, Eddie didn't have a firm grasp on the implications of free will, nor an understanding of the consequences of acting on these impulses. But he knew, deep down, that his employer was attempting to strip him of these rights. He was thinking about all this as he was walking to his car, carrying the carcass of a dead tortoise with him. The very same tortoise that he had run over, not 30 minutes before. The thing had clearly been mad. It practically leapt under his tires as he was making his way to work. (laughs) Eddie's employer didn't seem to give a shit about this, though. They just kept shouting, You can't keep bringing dead animals in here. Wah, wah, wah. Eddie knew, though. It was his choice. And that thunder cunt at the office couldn't stop him from mourning the death of the tortoise that Eddie had such a strong connection with. All of this, of course, was bullshit. Free will isn't a uniquely human concept. Animals have it too. They just don't seem to fixate on the concept as much. Eddie wasn't bothered by the possibility that he might not be well mentally, nor by the likelihood that free will may be shared by all living things. All that mattered to him was paying attention to his very most basic urges and acting on them in case the day came in which he lost his free will. This obsession would eventually lead to complications, but not this evening. He had decided to go to work today. The same drudgery he experienced every other day he went to work. He didn't enjoy his job, but had come to the conclusion that his ability to just not show up to work would ultimately impact his ability to feed himself, or go out with friends, or pay his other bills, that required him to make the choice to go to work day in and day out. Still, he knew that at any time he could just stop, and that is what kept him going. This particular evening, Eddie chose to go to the movies alone. Sure, he could have called some friends to see if they wanted to come, but what if they said no? The disappointment would be too tough. So no, he went alone. It was just some garbage rehashing of a story done a million times before, but there was some comfort 
and not having to worry about the fate of these characters that other people's nostalgia told him he must love. Eddie made his way to his car. Most of the others in the parking lot seemed to be leaving the same movie, yet more were just loitering. One of these was a small group of young men who looked to Eddie to be the neckbeard incel types. There was little Eddie hated more than incels. <laughs> However, he chose to ignore them and just leave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You'll see. Eddie's a fucking chad. He is. Something like that. <laughs> he couldn't help but overhear some of their conversation as he passed by. They seemed to be talking about eating mostly. Typical. He thought to himself. Though even he wasn't really sure what he meant by that. Eddie shrugged it off and got in his car. He sat for a moment, considering his options. He could go home and spend some time painting his little figures. He did so enjoy it. The appeal of making them look ridiculous, thus upsetting the other people in his little figure <laughs> painting community, was overpowering at times. <laughs> Eddie is just a fucking Chad troll. Something like that. <laughs> Who hangs out with people playing Warhammer just to piss him off. <laughs> yeah. It's like, stop yep. putting lipstick on your on your fucking orcs. What are you doing? <laughs> he got home, took off his shoes, and sat at his painting station. The figures he had primed last week were sufficiently dry, as they had been for the last six days. Eddie shuffled around, grabbing his paints, brushes... Then got a wonderful idea. He drew all his blinds and began removing all of his clothes. Okay. It was something he always enjoyed, but seldom did. The rush of freedom was exhilarating. However, just as he was settling in, a knock came from the front door. <laughs> Eddie threw on a robe he kept near his painting station for just this sort of occasion, though this happened to be the first time it had ever come in handy. He took his time about it, though first making sure the paints were closed, and then his robe, and finally making it to the front door. The whole time, the knocking was growing more frantic, and eventually was joined by shouting. When he finally opened his front door, a young woman pushed her way in. Before he could say anything, she slammed the door behind her, and Eddie began introductions, saying, Well, hello. Why are you in my house? Oh, they are chasing me. You have to help. I would say letting you in uninvited was pretty helpful. We should barricade the door so they can't get in that way. What? Oh, sure. Go for it. That coffee table should do. Eddie was getting bored with the conversation and started to make his way back to his painting table. This frantic lady could calm down in the living room. He told her as much, then added, Whenever you settle down, I'll be in the other room painting. This did little to set the visitor's mind at ease. But her only response was a vague screeching through muffled sobs. Eddie nodded and made his way to the back room and his painting setup. He slipped out of his robe and got to work. It took a few minutes, but the visitor did eventually calm down enough to get a bit of a look around the apartment. It was a small house, kind of a mess, certainly only one inhabitant. She made her way back to Eddie's painting room and knocked on the door. Just a moment. Eddie shouted as he put his robe back on, closed his paints. Smart move on her part, knocking, he thought to himself as he went to the door to see what she wanted. You alright? He asked. Someone following you or something? Yeah, some creep started following. She started and trailed off. I'm sorry. 
I haven't even asked your name yet. No. Well, I haven't asked yours either. Eddie replied, missing the implied question and neglecting to ask the natural follow-up. The visitor took the initiative, though. Bell, I am Anne. What's your name, if I may ask? Sure, I'm Eddie. He trailed off, not knowing where to take this conversation, until he got a bit of inspiration in the form of suddenly noticing he was thirsty. Do you want something to drink? Okay, sure. Anne said. What would you like? I've got some tea, beer, or vodka. Oh, and water. Some tea would be nice, if it's not too much to ask. Well, I offered it, so really, if it were too much to ask, it would be no one's fault but my own. But, uh, no, no problem. Tea sounds good anyways. Eddie made his way back to the kitchen to put a kettle on. After a couple minutes of watching water boil in silence with him, Anne decided to make some more conversation. She asked, Eddie, is that short for Edward? Yeah, I was named after my grandfather. Real prick, that guy. Loved the name, but hated when people used shortened versions of it. So I went all in on Eddie. Do you... do you just hate him because he didn't like shortened names? Anne asked, confused. Oh, no, he was a mean old fuck. One time, he told me he would take me to a theme park, but instead brought me to some dive bar and drank all day. Then, on the drive home, just said, This'll be way more exciting than some roller coaster, then proceeded to drive as fast as he could manage in his state. Wow. That's fucked up. <laughs> Anne said, again unsure how to handle the conversation with this man. It wasn't wrong, though. Eddie trailed off as the kettle started to whistle. What would you like? Earl Grey? Green? Black? Or herbal? How about a little red, Edward? Anne said as she bit into his neck and drained a bit of blood. Eddie woke up, laying on his bed about ten minutes later, with a splitting headache and blood on his sheets. Eddie, you fool, what have you gotten yourself into this time? He said to himself, out loud, unaware that Anne was sitting in the corner, waiting for him to wake. You've got yourself a gift, she said. You see, I was actually in some trouble when I showed up here. There is a small group of hunters following me. They are the type that believes all of the old stories about us and all the murdery bits of our past. And what exactly are you? Eddie asked, assuming he knew the answer, but wanting it spelled out so he could be sure. We are vampires, as is the common folk know us. The preferred term in the community is Nightwalkers, or the Deathless, however. What do I do now? Am I supposed to follow you around and do your bidding, like in the stories? Or go to some rave where they dump blood on everyone, like in the movies? Or are we fine in sunlight, but just sparkle a little, like in those much worse stories and movies? Oh, nothing so dramatic. No, we do need humans to feed on. But we only take what we need, which isn't so much really. It's not a full mass murder deal, unless we want to. Like in that Jonestown mess, those idiots thought it was mass suicide. But in truth, they were just planning a hunt. So we took care of the problem and staged the outcome. But no, in truth, I don't believe that we are any more dangerous than your typical human. 
So why did you turn me without asking? Bad. Humans tend to overreact. I can provide you with the means of terminating your situation, if you like. Anne reached into her pocket and withdrew a wooden stake. Oh, no, thanks. I think I can continue on about my life as normal. I would prefer it that way. Eddie replied, feeling uneasy at the idea of stabbing himself with a stick. What are the rules, then? Bad. Most of the tears are off. We do need to drink blood, but only every few weeks. And you won't need all of the blood. Just a bit will do. Okay, and what about daylight and garlic? I really do like garlic. I think I would miss that most. Eddie thought longingly about garlic bread, almost missing Anne's reply. I was getting there first, though. If you find someone you think could benefit from being turned, terminal disease, societal outcast, or just real cool folks, you will need their full name in order for the magic to work. Wait, so it's magic? Like actual magic is real? Eddie interrupted again. In a sense, I'd just say magic because we don't have a true understanding of why it happens. Now, if you will let me finish. Yes, go on. Sunlight is fine, as long as you have sunglasses. It is blinding. Basically, we can't see in direct sunlight without the glasses, and... But what about the garlic? That's all I give a shit about. Eddie shouted, getting more frantic. Oh, for fuck! Garlic is fine. Cut him down. <laughs> and shouted back. She began chanting. Keep calm. Keep calm. Keep calm. Repeatedly under her breath, until finally she looked up and said, Vastery, we do have a tendency to lose our cool when pushed. So try and stay calm. Yoga, breathing exercises, meditation, bead, whatever works for you. <laughs> bead. <laughs> Eddie waited until it was clear that Anne was done speaking to ask meekly, Anything else? No, you may go about your normal life if you want. Or you can seek out others of our kind to visit with. Anne said, having regained her composure. So I have free will. Eddie asked. Sure do. But did you hear that? Eddie had. There were people walking up to his front door. I did? That's pretty awesome, super hearing. The newcomers knocked at the door. Eddie opened up and looked out. It was one of the groups that was lurking in the parking lot of the movie theater earlier. What do you want? Eddie asked. To slay some vampires, obviously, the leader of the group said. Now give us a female. Eddie's ears perked up at this, and he felt his anger rising. There was a whistling sound building in his ears, but that could have been the water coming back to a boil in the kettle. He was real mad and couldn't hold it in anymore. Eddie let out a war cry of, Incels! and proceeded to slaughter the four neckbeards on his porch to be continued by Todd. Oh, yeah. <laughs> What'd you guys think? <laughs> I had a lot of fun playing Anne. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I really liked the you guys doing the voices part. Like, it really changes how I feel about the story afterwards. Like, but the, the old way was fine, you know, with me reading every part and trying to do voices. But it's also, like I said in the middle there, it's really fun to hear you guys reading the lines I wrote, too. That was yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I gotta say, seeing, right. how, seeing how someone else writes dialogue 
like as you're reading it, right? <laughs> it, it, it's it's uh, it's usually when we're writing, like we're just sitting there looking at our own, mm-hmm. like like how do I write dialogue, right? And then you yeah. just, you just write it, right? So seeing how someone mm-hmm. else writes dialogue, I feel like is is a going to be a really fun part of the story and like improving, yeah. especially for me, improving yeah. my own dialogue because I'm shit at it. <clears throat> <laughs> I'm not particularly good at it myself. I just, it'll definitely make me edit my writing more closely than I usually do. Because typically I'll like edit on the fly as I'm reading the stories, but now I can't do that so much because you're reading, (laughs) because you're reading it. So, you know. Oh, dude, I just fucking realized you named your vampire Edward. You fucking (laughs) cheeky, cheeky boy. Yeah, Edward and Anne. Yeah. Who's Anne? Both. Anne Rice. Anne Rice. <laughs> that one I kind of figured yeah. actually was Anne yeah. Rice. Yeah. 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 But I haven't um, seen when I um, I haven't seen the the Sparkle Vampire movie, so I forgot <laughs> that his name was Edward. Because you watched Tomo that made with me watch that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you watched Twilight with my wife while I was yeah. out. Yeah, I think you were at work or something. Yeah. I don't. I don't know why I agreed to. It was a terrible movie, and I regret it. Except it allows me to make that joke that I've watched Twilight with your wife before, <laughs> which that's the entirety of the joke. I don't remember a thing about it except they sparkled and gave very wooden performances. But and the main character know. has no motivations. But yeah, no. When I first. It, I was about halfway done with the story when I realized that Edward is the name of the vampire in Twilight. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, yeah, I didn't even think of it until about halfway through. Um, when I was when I got to the point where she asked his full name, because I wanted to like do my own take on the whole vampire thing, because that's yeah, like the classic, you know. Ah, yeah. Dracula Writing story. The first there. part of a story is pretty tough. Like, because I see yeah. that you used your opportunity to write the first part to kind of create yeah, the rules it... of vampire lore yeah. in this universe. That was kind of like mm-hmm. the the most I... important thing I think you accomplished with <clears throat> this one. And yeah, well, getting Eddie to be a vampire and laying out the rules. Like, I figured it. I didn't. I wasn't sure about the first half because I didn't know if you guys wanted would want rules or not. And then I decided that you were going to have them whether you wanted them or not. So, yeah, but that works. And in universe. Yeah, there are a million different vampires like they all every story seems to be a little bit different than the one before it. Some stories have more than one type of vampires in their own story. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know. Well, uh. Is that a- what they do in the shadows is uh, it's a really good British vampire comedy that's out these days. I've only seen a couple episodes of it, but they have different kinds of vampires. One of the characters is an energy vampire who, or they call him an energy vampire. He feeds by sucking the life out of the room. Like, <laughs> I feel like my boring. fucking manager is an energy vampire. Yeah, boring everybody around him is what feeds him. So that's... <laughs> That's a really funny character. I I like that show, for what I've seen okay. of it at least. But you know, yeah. Like I said, yeah. I wanted to set up some rules, but I didn't go too crazy with it. I don't 
think. And no, definitely not. Like you, you just left it open, saying you know it's magic. Maybe we don't get it. So yeah. If I wanted yeah. to, I could explore that more, or yeah. I could just I yeah. could just say, "Yep, magic," and move on to something else. Mm-hmm. So that full name thing you mentioned is actually uh, part of the historical vampire stuff. And there's a there's a fun thing about full names. Apparently, one of the reasons yeah. that we have middle names is middle names, yeah, superstition. <laughs> it's yeah. a name you keep secret, so someone can't mm. get your full name. Yeah. So some people have more than one middle name as well. And that's why you, it's always taken as like if somebody uses your middle name, you've done something grievously wrong, or if your parents <laughs> use your middle name. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's why that has an impact. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. And we'll be back next week with a with the continuation of this story from Todd. See you then. Bye.